and welcome everyone back to not fighting i'm well you guys know and uh i feel like it's a show now that we um we sort of like proceed our own reputation um i don't know what you mean by that but (laughs) yep (laughs) i guess i don't think it's true at all for the last two (laughs) episodes we uh accidentally published the youtube versions of the show as private and so they got both set live at the same time so Sorry about that. If you're watching on YouTube, then sorry about being a little bit behind. But now you can like binge watch previous episodes. Yeah, sounds great. If you're an audio <laughs> listener, well, just keep the, nothing special for you. You're not unique and not special in any way. Wow, that's really harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, uh, it's it's a bit harsh. Uh, audio listeners, we think you're special too. Um, yeah. Speaking of special, I uh, I almost wore sunglasses for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because uh, this morning you woke up and you came downstairs. I was already awake and he. I was like, man, like uh, I thought I heard you up, and it was taking you a minute when you came downstairs. You just said, "I told you my eyes were bothering me," and I was like, "Good." <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. Uh, watching the YouTube version of the show or not? It's very slow. No, you now. can't see it. it. Like it's it's gone down a lot. But you was looking a little Quasimodo esque with yeah. the, like a swollen eye this morning. <laughs> yeah, it looked like both my eyelids had like went on a bender. Um, like uh, one of one of your eyes was like all puffy and fat, like impregnated on top of your yeah. eyelid, and the other one just looked like it was sagging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, think. I mean, but I it, still love you, and I think you're cute. Still. Yeah. Well, the good news is I didn't have a stroke, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I went to bed last night, and I was like, my eyes are kind of itchy. And this had happened to me once a few weeks ago. I don't know if it's something in California or yeah, I don't. I complete I mystery know, to the, me. But. I we'll just chalk it up to stress and allergies. Yeah. So mm. I woke up this morning and I could I couldn't even open my eye. Like this one was like so like gooey boogered Craig Jones pink eye shut that I was just <laughs> like I got to take a shower before I can even go downstairs because I can't see. And so I took a shower and then you know check me out. I'm not doing so bad now. I'm not touching him or his eye. We don't know. It's not contagious. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming it's allergic reaction because it happened a couple weeks ago. Too. Yeah. That's actually, honestly, it's one of the best things that could have happened to me today is knowing that I had it a few weeks ago and it wasn't quite as bad. I knew for a fact I didn't have that like super pink eye that like Craig Jones and uh, Nikki Rod and everybody, basically everybody at ADCC Keenan ended up it. getting. Yeah. And Hanger. They couldn't see for like. Well, if you grappled with any of the people that we just named, you definitely got it. And then if you were like a friend to coach or those people, then you, you, you got it. You had it too. So, yeah. I remember Josh Hanger telling us about it, I think at the weigh-ins. Uh-huh. And being like, huh, th- what's this like super mega pink eye? And he's like, yeah, it's like the worst thing ever. And it's super contagious. He's like, it's really weird that they're letting these guys compete. And I just remember, like, going to the bathroom and seeing Craig Jones' eye just be, like, bloodshot and him throwing water in it real fast. And then what did I come back out and tell you? You told me to, like, get out of the room. Like, we got to leave because he had it. And it was, like, super contagious because everybody was, like, if you were in the same room with the person, you were going to get it. You didn't have to grapple with him. And so, yeah. Like, we avoided, like, we Craig avoided Jones him. the rest of the I mean, ADCC. He was wearing, he was wearing uh, sunglasses the whole time, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, you, no, if it was it, you were like, oh, so-and-so's in here. He he uh, already went against him. Nick, so. Nicky Rod. No, no, no. It oh, wasn't. Uh, no, Ali. Ali. He had gone against Nicky Rod. And yeah. then we were like, we were like, get away. Like, mm-hmm. they're all still contagious. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, when he got done, I was like shaking Save his hand. And then I like went back to the bathroom and like washed my hands. Yeah. A yeah. lot. But we survived. And now Tyler's just got some weird eye thing going just on. Just regular pink eye or something. I don't know. I feel like maybe our dog is, like, the reason why. You always want to blame him for things, but he's a perfect little angel, and I don't think that he would do anything or be dirty. I just gave him a bath yesterday, so. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I uh, I was, like, putting eye drops in my eyes, like, right before this podcast and just trying to, like, uh, just, like, deal with it and stuff like that. But it's funny because it's, like, I have, like, a certain order that I, like, always want to do things. Like, you know, doing the eye drops. I was, like, I'll do it right before the podcast and this and that. And um, it reminds me of something that you had mentioned earlier this week uh, where it's, like, I do things in a certain order, specifically eating food. Yeah. We were... Uh, I, don't know, I don't remember talking about this earlier, but, like... Just, like, we were sitting around and we were eating food and... Um, I will always eat like potato based things or like basically I'll eat like whatever is the central piece of the plate last. Yeah, you always eat your, your vegetables and carbs before you eat your meats. Yeah. And then uh, the thing that drives you crazy, if we order tacos, like I eat the best taco oh. last and you like to eat the best taco first. No, no, no. That's not true. It's the opposite. You don't eat, you eat your favorite one. Oh, yeah, first. yeah, yeah. I you got don't even know what Sorry. you do. I don't even know what no, I do. No, you always eat your, you always eat your like favorite thing first and I save the best for last because obviously that's like, I like it all, but I want like my favorite one, the last thing that I eat because that's makes sense. So just saying mine is predicated on what is a terrible like philosophy. And that is there was an older kid that I thought was cool. And we were at a McDonald's and he was like, oh, my buddy, whoever, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like, he always eats his fries first because one time he was eating his fries and they came out and they were like, hey, we need that burger back. They got the burger and they brought him a different one. And we were all like, oh, yeah, always eat your fries first. But it's like, even if that story is true, it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't validate make- that that lifelong philosophy that I've adopted. Yeah. Also, like, I don't want to fill up on like the like for if I'm gonna eat like I have a protein, like I'm gonna eat them all together because I don't want to fill up on my vegetables and not be able to finish my protein. Yeah, Just it's saying. true. I mean, you know, like or we, my carbs, I should say. We got to keep you at your target weight. Don't fill up on carbs. Yeah, target weights are important. Yeah, which always <laughs> makes me crazy whenever we're at like a, you you kill me because you do it genuinely. You don't set me up, but like we'll be at a restaurant like when you're getting ready to compete in something, and then the the waiter or waitress will be like, uh, and and what what will you have? And then you'll look at me and you'll be like, I want to have this, but do you think I should? Do you think it's too many calories? And then they like, look at it, me just disgusted. Like, <laughs> like, can I eat that? And I'm just like, no, you're not going to be on weight otherwise. She's not at her target weight. Like, you know, no big deal. But, like, we need her slimmer. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, 
That is how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you like you don't. I don't really care don't ever, because it's just like I don't have any repercussions for it. I'm not getting dirty looks at me. No, like, and then I'm like, well, now I'm gonna have to tip like way more because <laughs> this woman thinks I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I was thinking about it. It is low key a really great hack if you're like a boyfriend or a husband out there, and you're like, man. I'm worried that like maybe she'll get a little thick, like her mom or well, something. Well, that's a, yeah, that's something I was thinking about. That uh, my there was a, a guy that um, we both know, and it was somebody that like when I was in high school, he would like hit on me and my sister, but like by talking about how like he thought our mom was cute or like he would say how my mom Which, was hot. By the way, and high I'm, school like, guys, not a great move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would always say, you know, like, he, I think it was his dad told him, like, or his, like one of his parents said, like, oh, like, if you're dating a girl or whatever, like, if you don't want to know what your future is, like, you got to you got to check out their mom. Like, I think my dad that's said like, this. <laughs> that's like something. So I guess this is an old school male philosophy is like, look at, no, look no, at the mom. Check out the mom. See, like, Not you know, like, Pat, she might be like, go. you know, young and hot and thin right now. But like. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> like I'll never forget. My dad did life. say this to me. And I'm sorry, it's Bob so Bishop. so terrible. <laughs> I mean, if you want to cancel Bob Bishop, there you no, got a billion no. other reasons. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, I remember dating a girl in high school and then him being like, who are you dating? And I was like, I want to say the girl's yeah. name. Well, Just say a different name. <laughs> not Nicole. Anyways. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Tyler. <laughs> come on. Just move on. Bleep. So anyways, <laughs> not saying the girl's name now because we've cut that part. Um, no, dad was like, oh, well, look at her mom. She was sh- She's short and frumpy. She's like, she might be too. And I just remember being like, huh, short and frumpy. No, huh? I like this girl. And then just like it rang in my head forever. After Every time I was around her, I was just like, wanted to like lift her up and just be like, mm, dense, huh? You know, a little dense. <laughs> it's weird for him like like i think it's weird for things to think about in high school because it's like very rare for you to like date somebody or be attracted to somebody in high school and like that work out but i remember in the uh, town i grew up in it wasn't that's true that is true and the guy that i'm talking referencing is from your town so oh yeah, yeah. he is he, yeah. he was yeah and he's massive now he's very overweight <laughs> he's a little thicky thick yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be like uh, i almost said his name and it's no. like i'm gonna be like this podcast is gonna be where everyone from my hometown is like uh <laughs> no <laughs> if i no. ever left this town i'd get him <laughs> i grew up in a town where there's like if i ever six left people. this town that's that's worse than just what you said <laughs> i know i just like you're just like throwing stones crappy so much shade at your home daring them to come to my uh residence here in california and just like i don't know <laughs> key my car yeah but no, that but, but that like he would say that to me all the time, and he would be like, "Ah, oh, your mom's hot. Like, I'm gonna ask her to the prom. Like, <laughs> what? That is she's a-, a married woman. She's not going to prom with you. <laughs> also, it's not allowed. Like, they don't you they don't allow people who aren't in high school to go to proms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but you know what? That is a great pickup line. Yo, is your it- mom's hot. I want to take her to prom. How is that helpful to me? <laughs> it's like, oh no, I think this guy's got a like a. He's really like weirdly into like yeah, <laughs> like that would make my mom a pedophile. So no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which, no. Which I feel so like weird. pedophiles are having a moment. We watched this whole documentary on... Uh, having a moment? I hope not. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hopefully they're getting caught. Like... <laughs> It's like it's that time. It's like no. it's in to be a pedophile. No, no, like the the no, no, no. Everything is having a moment, catching pedophiles. Yeah, I think we're all just Media. paying attention. I think that's where, where this like kind of um, like wokeism or whatever is like kind of comes from stems from the fact that like yeah. we do have all these instances now of like sexism <laughs> or racism or just like systemic bias towards like. Uh, a class of people that have dominated for a long period of time you just have this movement where it's like you're realizing wait a minute like that guy always seemed to get accused of raping like little girls like how many times did this come up lots of times you know how many times normal people are accused of that never so like maybe pay attention yeah because we were watching the documentary on um what's his face peter nygaard no 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 the other one first the Woody Allen. Oh yeah, Woody yeah, Allen. Woody that guy Allen. definitely is a like, pedophile for sure. Like, there's a lot of. <laughs> I mean, allegedly, like, definitely a pedophile. I mean, married his like, like teenage stepdaughter de- technically, and then like was definitely assaulting another a younger child at some like who know who who knows who else like who hasn't come out about it, but like that relationship that was weird and that's creepy. Like, yeah, that was super creepy. And one of the things and, I like, think. <sighs> One of the things that sticks out to me about it, and I we weren't planning on talking about yeah. this, and we can't go super deep, but um, uh, is like you start to see these sort of patterns with these types of people, where it's like they sort of pick that scenario, and you can kind of see this pattern of like we would have never thought it was this person because they were the person that was always around children. It's like yeah, yeah. that's the move. They that's, go, that's what they like. Thing. Like they want to be like with children all the time because they're like creepy about it. Yeah. And so it's weird yeah. because I see that in martial arts, and I'm I'm guessing it's in every sport to some extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, predatory behavior, where yeah. you have somebody that gets themselves. I feel like a lot of times it's like coaches. Yes, like coaches. People, That's coaches what I was going like, to say. People in position mm-hmm. of authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it's you put yourself in this position where you be you're you because you're the coach. You have this like position of authority where you have automatically earned parents' trust. Because of like who you are, and then because you're that person, like you earn the children's trust, or like they don't want to question yeah. you and and those things, and so it's always like the most unassuming people, like oh no, he was so great with kids. Well, yeah, because he was like wanted to sleep with them, and that was not cool. And this is something you and I had mentioned in another conversation we had this week. Where we we're just talking about like how sometimes because like so I'm uh, ending in an executive position at my Mm, company yeah and so like every now and then there'll be a situation where somebody will treat me in an odd way but you can tell it's like uh people have this thing about what they presume are people in positions of authority Mm -hmm. and it and i think that you know in these cases of coaches you have someone taking advantage of that yeah i think i think I mean, it happens. It happens in the workplace just as as much as in you know coaching scenarios. Like we've seen it in jujitsu time and time again. We've seen it in like workplace scenario scenarios, like with like the the um, Weinstein stuff or like the the Peter Nygaard um, documentary. Like uh, what's it? What was it called that we just watched? Dang it! Uh, Unseemly. Unseemly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really good, but also like super creepy and yeah. it's, like. I mean, he was impregnating like 
teenage girls so that he could force them to have abortions and take their stem cells. Like, this is, like, next level, like, predatory behavior. Like, there's a lot of creepy dudes, and it's, like, if you're just into, like, little kids, that's that's weird. But the stuff that he was into, it's, like, takes it to, like, a level beyond that. And that's why we want to talk to you about QAnon. (laughs) (laughs) um, No, but, but in all seriousness, I think that when you're a leader or, I mean, especially in position to be a coach or something Mm -hmm. like that, and even if you're a martial artist or a fighter, like, I think you want to mm-hmm. hold your coaches. You want to have coaches that you can hold in high regard. Yeah. Like, not just because of their, like, prowess, like, in whatever their respective discipline is, but also just, like, you want to have some respect of, the, uh, of them as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you automatically, you know, you have that level of respect. And I think it's very hard. It's weird when that's when that's broken, that trust is broken. It's you don't want to believe that about the person, I think, in a lot of ways. And I think that's why people have gotten away with these kinds of things for so long. And then I think that's why you have this shift in the other direction now where it's like you have all these people kind of like just coming out and like finally feeling like they can actually talk about this stuff and be heard. Like so many women on the the thing we were watching where it's just like, well, you know, he ruined my life because I tried to like get out of the situation or whatever because he has power and money and yeah. whatever. And well, so how many like, how many women? Because you are like a female mm-hmm. like teacher, and that's not like the norm, or at least wasn't for a long time. And a lot of academies still don't have like a female that leads their their women's program. Mm-hmm. How many of the women have you collected over the years that have come to you and said like, oh, yeah. this was my experience at some point?" Yeah, and it's not always like blatantly like as abusive as like you know physically i guess but there's like this other like weird kind of abuse that where they hold power over women and and i think it's it's so it's so disgusting and i think that's something that as like a leader and as somebody you know i'm in charge of like teaching these kids like kids and women and different people I don't take that lightly knowing that I'm like a role model I'm in a position of you know having people look up to me like this is something that you know I want to be there and I want to be able to you know be a safe like person for everyone around that that I'm leading like I want them to feel comfortable like if there's something weird going on like at the academy which is not like what like i i mean that's not happening right now but just anywhere in their life like i want them to be able to come to me and i don't want to like to do anything that would like break that kind of trust or like that kind of feeling and i think um there's just so many women that have had that where i mean one of the girls i used to train with i mean she was taken in by somebody and he was an older man and she was like barely 18 years old and he tried to put the moves on her and it's just like that happens so many times like so many times yeah. it's just it's so disheartening because it, as a woman i feel like that like breaks you in a way you already feel like weaker yeah. than this man and then like feel like almost Especially every if you're tra- like coming to that person to learn how to be like stronger to protect like, yourself from the standpoint yeah, yeah. And then you have somebody like, that's why I think, especially in martial arts, it bothers me that much more. I feel like I just want to like, 
they should all be like death penalty. Yeah, like, it's like if you get caught of that, it's like molesting kids, where it's yeah. like it's especially bad because you're supposed to be this person that's setting the standard. You yeah, know? you're supposed to be this like the safe, like most trustworthy per trustworthy person, and like you've done something to just it's just so appalling and it's disgusting on on any level. Um, and but we don't like, endorse it here at Not Fighting. <laughs> never. We're gonna never. condemn it now yeah officially yeah but it's just it's just it's gross and i think i don't even know how we got onto this topic but um we go everywhere if you are a pedophile i'm coming for you <laughs> Ooh, oh man would that be an amazing show jenna bishop pedophile hunter <laughs> i'm gonna team up with chris hansen and then it's gonna be like oh he's gonna like have a seat and then it's just like hey guess what it's gonna be a beat down you yep. get beat up by a woman now allegedly like, <laughs> i don't know it's gonna be filmed nobody's gonna press charges the cops aren't gonna care <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like a shady video a shaky night video of you like having the back and just slapping the ears of somebody and then just I'm not the, gonna be slapping the, the caption underneath they'll just no say slaps it's gonna be full fist they'll say allegedly jenna bishop and then allegedly pedophile no it'll be pedophile is like not alleged allegedly jenna bishop's fine <laughs> which i thought that was really interesting about when we were listening to chris hansen thing that like the uh group that he teamed up with to do that uh like to catch a predator show was this group called perverted justice and their original thing was like they didn't really have the the authorities involved so they would just catch these people and then post their pictures on the internet mm -hmm. that i mean that would ruin your life like immediately i don't know what's i mean going to jail they should be going to jail like no doubt like but i think what bothers me about um, especially the way that the laws are working, because I do have, I, this is something that like, I have a situation with like close family members that have had, um, uh, like a pedophile in their family and the jail sentencing for that was like minimal, you know, like this person was able to, I think he was in jail for less than two years for molesting, um, I think his daughter and what her friends. And I'm, I was really little when this all happened, but I just know he was. I like, blocked it all out. <laughs> I know, I know that he was a pedophile, and like I know who he is because like my family was talked about it. And but she's what, coming for you. But was what was weird about it is that he did that. He went to jail. He got out of jail, and then was able to adopt his wife's like daughter from a previous marriage or something. Which I'm like, how? Like number one, you should be on like a sex offenders list. You're not supposed to be allowed around children at all. And then you're allowed to adopt another female that you like what? Well I don't understand. So that kind of stuff like it really gets to me. It bothers me so much. And I think that's why I'm like, okay, the law's not good enough. Like Legal justice isn't good enough for these people. So maybe Jenna Bishop, pedophile hunter, needs to come to Discovery Plus. Yeah, I mean, I Discovery feel like Plus would be the right spot. I also, I think it'd be really fun to team up with like a like a lot of like female fighters mm, in general because yeah. I think it's just like we know a bunch that I would know. definitely be involved. I think they'd be good at it. And I think it's like you know we can give the power back to the the females like if that are like because um. Yeah, I mean, let's, I'm gonna. I'm ready to like, pitch this now. Okay. So if you are a it. television or studio producer, uh, or in law enforcement, and you would like to, or even a pedophile, 
in this case. <laughs> get in get in touch with us because No, I don't want to talk to pedophiles. Well, we about? need them to like meet us someplace. Like I'm getting way ahead of this. We're okay. gonna shoot a pilot where you just beat up a pedophile on the street and be like, This is a rough cell phone buddy, but like listen, listen everyone. This is gonna be good. The world's filled with pedophiles and Jenna can beat them all. You know up who I and- think would be a great partner for me too? I thought you were going to say, you know who'd be a great pedophile? <laughs> no. No, I think that how how dope would it be to have JJ like be my muscle in the back too? Because <laughs> I think like homie would not be Yeah, I'm nice. afraid JJ can commit a murder maybe. Yeah, we can't get him involved. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. Scratch that idea. <laughs> uh, and, but I think, you know, you could do it in a classy way. And speaking of classy, uh, you and I, before the podcast, we're talking a little bit about uh, we watched a female fight last night uh, on the <laughs> on the main card of one of the UFC events on ESPN. Yeah, it was a fight night, and the fight just kept. I mean, it was it was frustrating because a girl, one of the females, I can't, I don't remember the names, um, but they, she kept getting like head and arm thrown to the ground and just couldn't get out of a freaking scarf hole yeah, for like the whole time. I'm like, ah, because it seemed like it would have been. Pretty textbook, get out of Scarfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe that girl was just but really good at holding the position. But then in the third round, she just did that one. Yeah, so she, she did. She got out. out. She, like, finally figured it out. So props for figuring it out just a little too late. Yeah, because what happened at the end of the match was one of the girls. Uh, the girl who, was, who won. Who won allegedly spit in the other girl's face. And I told you right before we started, I was like watching a video where they like did a close. I'm like, oh, no, no, she definitely spit in her face. Can you see it? Like you can see the spit coming out of her mouth? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Because she can, just said she called her like puta. And yeah, like, and you can, so I think she does that afterwards. Ah, uh, okay. So you can tell like there's a difference when you zoom in on someone's mouth of saying like the pee noise, yeah. like yeah and then also like spitting which is like yeah. well which it's like man you already you like you know you won that fight so like she took it on she like i know the girl who won took it on short notice yep. and like she won the fight she clearly won the fight so it's like what's the need to do that like i don't care what your beef is like before after the match like whatever happened like it's just like come on let's all be professional here like we don't need we don't need that and then the other girl that was like i'll follow you home and i'm like girl you just got beat up for like three rounds so like what like, you gonna do at her house home, get head and arm thrown <laughs> so it's just i don't know i hate to see that kind of stuff like it's always entertaining to see the fights and them flipping each other off like after they fought and just like man you have you have 15 minutes to to settle uh, this, to nothing do drives something. me crazier than and when then, people like, talk tough like after after a fight. the fight. It's like you just were in a scenario where you kind of settle this like, and like you lose, and then you want to act tough. Like, what else are you gonna do? Like, yes, like you just lost a fight. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Pursue legal action? I don't know. <laughs> Take but, it to the streets where there's no rules. I don't know that that's gonna be any different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I sure pedophile because in which case she coming for you. I'm coming. <laughs> but like, uh, it reminds me of the Paulo Costa thing uh, recently, yeah. where after uh, after the fight, uh, he got knocked out by Izzy, and uh, then he saw that Izzy like humped him after like. Yeah, and he's he like, like, "Oh, if I would have known, it's like if you would have known what you wouldn't have got knocked out. <laughs> you wouldn't have got like TKO'd and like I would have done. Mm-hmm. I would have." Like, what would have been different? I, I would have won know. the fight in this case out of pure emotion. Yeah, because this is not right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen differently? Like, you had your chance. 
Yeah. So I don't understand that kind of motivation. And I also like, I just kind of hate it for the sport because it's like, don't make, don't make, MMA already has like had enough, um, I guess, trouble, like things like where people thinking it's it has barbaric. A bad image. It has like yeah. that image of that kind of thing. And like, if you want to like keep it a sport, like it's not, we're not doing like WWE stuff here. You the know, thing is, as, is like, I like, like I like energy. I like beef. I like mm-hmm. storyline. So I don't it have a problem fun. with it. But like you said, like it's after the fight to where to me it's like you need That's it. the time where you settle the stuff. I'm cool like, with like having a story and like getting into it before a fight. But then once like the fight, when the fight happens, that's the sporting event, you yeah. know? And yeah. so like, you know, afterwards or like right before, like you can be serious. You can be like trying mm-hmm. to mean mug the person or whatever. Yeah. But like. Oh, there was like one girl. Like I just don't think it's so funny because I think it's how I am. But I'm not to this degree where I feel like I need to like mean mug people. But <laughs> there was one female that I would always be like, man, she seems like kind of mean, like kind of rude, whatever. Because every time, like if we were in the same division, she like would give me like looks or like wouldn't talk, like wouldn't even like look my way, like wouldn't like shake, like shake my hand barely. And it was just like, that was her thing. Like she had to like, turns out she was a pedophile. Stop. (laughs) Don't say that. No, you don't, don't, you can't be accusing people of that. That's not okay. It's not a funny joke. (laughs) anyway so but then like there was one there was one tournament we weren't in the same division and before our matches we were like in the bullpen and she came up to me and we were talking and i'm like oh no this chick's like really cool like i like her a lot she's like she's super sweet and like uh she's somebody i'm like oh no like i i really do like her it's just like some people have to get in that headspace of where like they feel like they hate the person they're fighting to where like that's how they 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 like have to like, get there to get yeah like we talked to a professional fighter well. last night yeah said they need to be emotional yeah yeah which is like you know if i was to say and for me i need to not be emotional i'll fight bad emotional yeah i i would say i probably would fight slight maybe better i don't know that i don't know that i'd fight better or worse if i was emotional but i you, do have to care you need to care yeah yeah so there's got to be some kind of emotion. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. you're a great example of like I think emotion would make you fight worse. You're gonna yes. rush or you yeah, know. yeah. Emotion makes me worse. I need to be like robotic. Unless you're gonna fight Jen, in which case she's like. Actually, I just need to be loose and having fun. Yeah, like I would say like if fun. somebody makes you mad, that's not good either. I've seen you ah, compete yes. against somebody that's like kind of done some weird stuff like right before the match. I won't go into it without being more specific, <laughs> but like. This person's got a lot of problems with a lot of people, but she just happened to do one thing to you, and I just I remember, remember you fought really, really well. And that was at the weigh-ins. Ah, oh, gotcha. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look into it. Do your own research. <laughs> yeah, but that was one of those things where it wasn't like that. Didn't make me mad. I was just like, I feel bad for you that yeah. you're trying to be that way. Like, I just remember because it the, was so in the setting. We, I just remember us both being like, huh? <laughs> you know, like. What? I like looked back at like the audience behind me, and they were like, "Their audience what? is like, what? <laughs> what is that about?" <laughs> Which is awesome because uh, at that particular event, like half the audience was on your side just because they were against the other girl. Yeah, in her own hometown. Yeah. Well, I mean, now we've been real specific. <laughs> you can draw your own conclusions. Draw your own conclusions. Do your own research. Yes. Um. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think that it's 
it's weird because you do have people that I feel like, um, you know, they get in their own way with that stuff. Like we were talking about last night with Kevin Holland. Yeah. He fought Derek Brunson, ended up losing the fight. And the whole time he was like kind of talking. But in between it, rounds, he was like talking to Habib, like on the yeah. um, like side. Like, my dude, focus on the fight. Like, I like the trash talk, the like playfulness, like having fun is one thing. But like, you still have to be able to do that and focus on what you're doing. Like, yeah. it can't be a crutch to where I think sometimes people use it. And I'm not saying this about him because I don't know him or where he's coming from. But he fought dumb. Like last night, he. Just, I don't think, it, like I said last night, I don't think he fought his best. And no. I think, like there was definite situations where he literally like, fought he worse than better. he could have. Yeah. Because he wanted to just kind of play it off, like, oh, he's just keeping yeah. it playful. Yeah, but it's like I think people use that as like an excuse sometimes, where it's like, well, if I do lose, like it's like you know, it's just fun. Like I was being lighthearted and blah blah yeah. blah. Like I'm not taking it too serious, whatever. But I'm like, no, bro. Like this is your job, this is your career, and like it's a professional sport. So like you need to like stop being a head case and like focus and fight because like he's somebody that is is he's got a lot of talent, and I think that there's like a lot of potential like for him, but. Yeah, that he might kind have of like his own way. The games, like yeah, like I think he kind of hurt himself with doing doing that kind of stuff last night. But yeah, but I, hopefully I, he learns. Yeah, and I think there's a balance there for everybody. Yeah, and um, what you don't want to do is just get like real uneven, sort of like how my eyes are right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one. That one's just swollen. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to go put some more eye drops in my eyes. In, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, baby. We don't have any news. I know we keep teasing fight news, but hopefully very <sighs> soon we'll have some fight news. Well, for maybe this phone call that I missed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the phone call that we cut out earlier in the podcast, and depending on how... I don't know if I'm cutting it out. Well, we don't know. But Jenna Bishop's premiere skills are getting much better. And if you <laughs> see a phone call, then you know she just didn't take the risk. But, you know, if, if you're like, there was no phone call. I don't remember that. The magic of video. And it's why she should have her own show, Jenna Bishop. Pedophile Hunter. Is that what we called it? <laughs> yeah. It's also, maybe maybe we'll pivot the podcast. It'll be a whole thing. Anyways. <laughs> if we don't you can still find us at not fighting and if you have a chance to leave reviews or share it with your friends we'd love that so thanks everybody and yeah anything else no all right thanks for watching another episode of not fighting, not fighting.